Have you ever been so happy you said you were pleased as punch? I definitely have, but I don't remember it. And neither do any of the guests who attended the spiked and spicy party in college where the jungle juice was just a mixture of Hawaiian punch and NyQuil. The early 2000s were wild, y'all. Well, the phrase pleased as punch actually comes from an old English puppet show called Punch and Judy, where Punch was a violent and mischievous character who always got away with his crimes and enjoyed beating up his wife, Judy, and other puppets. UK, hun? That sounds right. And also horrifying. I prefer my puppets to not beat their wives. Or maybe it comes from a boxing ring where a young Joe Lewis was so confident in his skills that he would taunt his opponents by saying he was pleased as punch right before knocking them out with his signature move, the phantom punch. That sounds right. Of course, I just made it up. Yeah, sorry, it's the creepy puppets one. Every week... I face off with celebrity guests, both of us trying to convince each other that our origin story is the real one. Join us as we explore the weird and wonderful stories behind everyday words and phrases. I'm Andrew Keenan-Bolger, and this is... That sounds right. I am so excited about my guest today, Helena York. You may have seen her on Broadway in American Psycho and Bullets Over Broadway, on TV in Masters of Sex and High Maintenance, and she is currently starring as Brooke Dubeck on the HBO Max show, The Other Two, which I am serious, y'all, is the funniest show on television, and I am not being subjective here. That is an objective fact. Uh, Funny show on TV, but mostly I know her as one of my best friends and college roommates from back in the day at the University of Michigan. Please welcome to the show, Helena York. I love that initially you hit like a falsetto on my name. Helena York! (laughs) Helena York! (laughs) That was beautiful. Yeah, well, that's my BFA training at work right there. Very nice transition into those upper notes. I I warmed up for you. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Now, Helena, be honest. is the reason that we stayed friends this long. Do you think it is because we just know too many embarrassing stories about each other because we went to college together? And it's just like safer to keep each other in the crosshairs. <laughs> like how you lived like a total slob, painted your entire bedroom like a navy blue, even though it was a rental that we lived in for exactly one year. And then when we moved out, we were like, what are we going to do about this dark ass paint? Yeah. Okay. This is maybe more embarrassing for me because I actually feel like you were very grown up. You had like anthropology sheets I and did. like we'd cook vegetables I also was like weirdly so generous and I can't remember why this happened like you had the gorgeous parlor bedroom in the front of the house with the beautiful picture window yeah and I was I think in like a storage container (laughs) and I think we paid the same rent too we're like yeah this seems fair but I think I I was like sweetie it's fine you take the front (laughs) why did I allow that yeah no one knows and Um, plus it was like full trash that was like open to our sagging (laughs) futon living room we'd have to like sit like this in order to get the back on like watching Food Network just watching Food Network and eating Flaming Hot Cheetos or pretzels dipped in mustard which Uh, was like our still still a staple yeah it was like our diet choice (laughs) yeah you're like I can eat this entire bag of pretzels and that's like the same as one muffin have you heard my theory that the human being has three stomachs have I told you about this go on okay so humans have three stomachs this is fact One, regular stomach. That's like where your food goes. Two, dessert stomach. Totally separate stomach. Like regular stomach can be full, but you have got room for a dessert. But there is a third stomach, and Uh, that is 
the chips and salsa stomach. <laughs> and it's like if you had a full meal, you had a main course and a dessert, and you like went somewhere like to a house party afterwards, and if there was chips and salsa out, you'd eat it. You'd eat the whole thing. And that is science. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds right. Oh, so on that sounds right. Our show is all about storytelling and the occasional lie telling. Could you hit me with two truths and a lie? Okay. Um, currently, we have a babysitter that is with us. And she was really devastated because there was a horrible smell in her apartment. And I'm just like, now that I have babysitters, I hire actresses because that's what I did when I was young. Yeah. And I feel like I'm supporting the arts. And I love them and they're gorgeous. And I'm always like, you've got this. Anyway, she was really devastated because her apartment in Bed-Stuy had a horrible smell. She didn't know what it was. I was like, maybe it's cooking, whatever. She found out it was because the um, there were like a full cadre. Do you, is that how you say that word? Yeah, cadre? I think so. Of dead rats in her basement. And the smell was like coming into her apartment through the vents that's horrifying um okay uh many years ago and by many years ago i mean something like 15 years ago i dated aaron Tavate for one weekend <gasps> and i was living in um washington heights and i had rats and a rat <laughs> ran across um, <gasps> my bedroom and he refused to do anything about it. And I, in that moment was like, I need to marry somebody that isn't <laughs> afraid of rats. This would be a major twist. If that is the lie. And you're like, no, I have no beef with Aaron to at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and then your third. my third is that my husband is like super brave about rats. Okay. And uh, we just moved into this place in Park Slope, this new place. Yeah, and gorgeous. And we um, heard one and we realized we had one. <gasps> and he um, set a trap out and it got caught in our entryway. And um, I uh, had to remove it using a plastic bag and uh like a little like dust shovel oh. thing and like put it in the trash out first of all thank you for theming this two truths and a lie to be all about rats um i'm gonna go with the third is a lie because barry is a king and would never be scared to deal with a rat barry is helena's husband Okay, so the third is the lie. Yes, do it, do <laughs> but it. But he is a puss about ra uh, rats, but we did catch a mouse, and it was in our entry, in our kitchen, and he had to call the neighbor to come in. Barry. So it was like a big lie. <laughs> <laughs> Barry is a little baby about Oh, rats. that is a twist as well. I know. Um, I can't get over the air to the rats. 15 years ago. By the way, looking back now, I am married to somebody afraid of rats, and so I look back and I'm like, respect, Aaron. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, what would your life be like now? I love that it'll just be out there that I dated him for one whole weekend. That's... Two days. Uh, honestly, I'm jealous. He was I playing, won't pretend. You know what he was doing? This is um, this will age us, so are you oh, ready? Oh, no. He was playing Link in Hairspray on Broadway. Oh, my God, we're ancient. Hairspray on Broadway. I feel like Hairspray is so old now, they're going to revive it. it. As they should. Honestly, get that Bring, show back on Broadway. Don't you That's think a good should, show. Wait a minute. They need to revive hairspray. They need to revive hairspray. Wait, did we just solve yeah, the Yeah, I think problems? we I think we solved oh the great American god, theater industry. Let's get a revival of let's hairspray. Let's get a revival on. of hairspray. Oh my god, we know people that would produce that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I think it is time to move on to 
the actual game. That sounds right. Um, so here are the rules. Each of us have been given a card with an idiom or a common phrase written on it, along with its origin story. We each get five minutes to review the actual origin, make some notes, and decide if we're either going to be telling the real story or if we can do a little bit better than history and make one up. Either way, we have to convince each other that our story is the real one. We're going to take a short break so we can get to thinking, and when we come back, we'll separate the fact from the funny. So we can get to thinking. <laughs> so we can get to thinking. And we're back. I am going to kick things off here and tell you all about the backstory of the common phrase, spill the beans. Oh. Now, Helena, did you ever play the Oregon Trail? Um... Yes, of course. Yeah, I mean, I'm asking a millennial if she ever played the Oregon Trail. Can we just take a moment to acknowledge the absolute chokehold that that had on our generation? So for the Gen Z listeners at home who have no clue what we're talking about, the Oregon Trail was a game in the 80s and 90s. It was a computer game. uh, And it kind of told the story of you got to play like a wagon leader who was leading a group of settlers from Independence, Missouri. Oh, was it from Independence? Oh, yes, from Independence, Missouri. And if there is one thing on this podcast, we're going to pronounce Missouri, Missouri. Um, (laughs) Let it be known. Let it be known. Let the facts state. And you would lead them on the trail to Oregon, I assume. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Right? God, what if it was stupid. Washington? I was like, to California. <laughs> I never made it. I was always eaten by a bit by a snake, died bit of a by snake, a snake. By... I used to think I was like the most clever child alive because I would always name the people on my on my wagon after my least favorite teachers. So like when they died in a tragic accident, they're like, Mr. Williams has died of cholera. And I would I'm like, I'm God's gift to comedy. Um <laughs> Also, I remember that like there was also like it was like if you bought too much bison meat or if you killed a bison and you had too much meat, it would go bad too quickly. And then you would die of dysentery. (laughs) Yes. Very irrational fear of dysentery like in all throughout (laughs) that time period. Yeah. And I love with the buffalo like you would shoot 800 pounds and they're like, you can only take 20 pounds home. And you're like, well, I did what I did. (laughs) Um also, I, I also just love, like, you would forge a river, and it would be like, congratulations, you made it across, except you lost two axles, a blanket, and Sarah. You're like, <laughs> bury the lead! Maybe we should lead with, like, one of my daughters is dead, but no. Um, okay, but anyway, all of this is to say the Oregon Trail. Would you believe that the phrase spill the beans actually originated on the Oregon Trail. It did. Oh, it did. And let me tell you how. How? Okay, so um, in the mid-1800s in uh, in Missouri, there was a man named Jedediah Whiteman, uh, Whitman. <laughs> I mean, Whiteman also. Yeah, definitely White. Yeah, one of those Mormons, probably. Jebediah, my absolute <laughs> god. Jedediah. <laughs> Jedidiah. Jedidiah. Yes. Is that how Jedidiah is said? No, I, I, it could be either. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so Jedidiah was leading uh, a wagon train of settlers, and um, he came upon a friendly tribe of uh, Sioux Indians uh, who were indigenous to the land, and they decided, they're like, we should do some trading, which, like, very generous of them. Um, and so... The the Whitmans decided to trade some gold nuggets and what I assume was 800 pounds of buffalo meat <laughs> um, with uh, with the indigenous people 
for like bows and arrows and like pottery and um, furs probably. Um, And so it was like an amicable trade, except old Jedediah thought he was going to pull a fast one on these people. And at the very last second did a little sleight of hand and switched out the pouch of gold nuggets for a pouch of dried beans. And so they made the trade, and then he was immediately like, all right, back into the wagon, quick like bunnies, let's go, let's go, let's go, and started hightailing it out of town. Of course, it did not take long for the Sioux people to literally spill the beans and realize that they had been scammed by this white dude. So they went and chased after him, and I am sorry to say the fallout, it was not great. If it were like an output on the Oregon Trail, it would be like, you have been attacked by a friendly troop of Indians. Uh, in in the chaos, you lost Literally four everyone. horses. Yes, and Sarah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. It sounds like something Jedediah would do. For sure, yeah. Um, but here's the thing. That phrase, spill the beans, that lived on long after. Mostly, honestly, as like a warning to other white people. They're like, if you're going to scam your way to to Oregon, like, just don't. Yeah. Just just don't. don't. And if you are, like, maybe choose something a little bit heavier than a dried bean. Oh, yeah, dumbass. Yeah, so, so, Helena, um, you get to ask uh, some questions if you would like, if you need more information. Okay, great. Um, Can you use spill the beans in a, like, like a modern context? Oh, sure, sure. Well, um, on the television show Friends, there was an episode called The one where Rachel spills the beans, where Rachel disclosed to Chandler that um, Joey had feelings for her. (gasps) Literally spilled the beans. Oh, right. I forgot that Joey had feelings for Rachel for a while. And I, like, tried it. I remember being like, this is weird. Yeah. Any other further questions? Um, okay. Uh, this is hard because this sounds so real, but, like, I've known you a long time, and I think you're, like, a really tricky trickster. And, like, weirdly good at this game. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I, I did make it up, so. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds fully made up to me. It feels like a lie. Okay. Should I be asking more questions? No, I think Here's if you have why I truly, yes, let me know. Here's why I think it's a lie. Is that I don't, first of all, you said, like, Oregon Trail, so you spun me into a direction of, like, this is going to be about a video game, and I was like, I'm on board with this, and then you went to this, like, story about Jedediah, and I was Mm -hmm. like, but Jedediah wasn't a part of the Oregon Trail, like, that was just Mm. a computer game, but then it's, like, it's, like, very detailed, and he's, I just feel like Spill the Beans, if I could guess, came from, like, a more in the 20th century reference. Okay, all right, well... So you're going with that doesn't sound right. That do- <laughs> sorry, <laughs> let me do the catchphrase to camera. Yeah, a five, six, seven, eight. That doesn't sound right. And that is correct. I made that up. Yes, I really had the Oregon Trail on mind. And um, well, what's the real you story? Are okay, I was so here's the real story. By the way, I was looking at you just like I, I was supposed to like interact, but I was like, uh huh. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh well, and thank that you. was really good. <laughs> Thanks, the Elena. only reason I know it's a lie is because I know you. Ah, uh, foiled again by college. Um, <laughs> the actual truth behind this story dates back to ancient Greece. Oh, I was like, definitely 20th De- century. Definitely not 20th <laughs> century. Um, where people would use different colored beans to vote anonymously. Come on, democracy now. Um, yes, votes. Oh, 
<laughs> yes votes were white beans and no votes were dark colored beans. It is rumored that some participants would knock over the jar of beans when casting their vote on accident or on purpose, revealing the results early. Interesting. Yeah, so there, there oh, actually so you, like, was some. revealing something. You spilled the beans. Oh, that spilled was the, the other beans. reason I thought that it was a lie is because I was like, I didn't think that your story was uh, like in reference to the actual like phrase. Yeah. Didn't feel like anything was like, you spilled the beans. Yeah, yeah okay. That's fair. That's fair. Also, I did make up... Um, there is no Friends episode called the one where Rachel spills the beans, but maybe there How is. How did you come up with it that quickly? Because um, your brain I, is I so good. I wrote it on good. my paper because oh. I thought you might ask it. Oh, see, I didn't. Okay. Okay, so uh, one point down for me. Let's see if I can even out the score. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will hear Helena's story. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about the idiom, steal someone's thunder. <gasps> oh, love. Um, okay, did you, do you know much about, like, Shakespearean times? I mean, I'll be honest. Yes, I know, like, the Shakespearean works. I, I could not pinpoint. Is that, like, the 1400s or 1700s? No idea. <laughs> yeah, right. It's all washed. Like, you're like on, like, that neck thing, you're like, yeah, you're like that's much longer ago. Was Judy Dench... Playing Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, when in they were Shakespeare wearing those, like that dog collar, so you couldn't like bite at your wounds. <laughs> you know, it also makes me think of like um, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite. Oh yes, gosh. But, like what year is that? Couldn't tell you. Well, it's Shakespearean. Times. Shakespearean times. I love those times. <laughs> um, what I know about Shakespearean times is Shakespeare stuff, and also I took. Did you take that course in college? I did take a class in college where. Our he teacher. was incredible. Ralph. His name was like Ralph somebody. Yeah. He was oh unbelievable. Gosh. And they did a residence. The, uh, um, uh, oh, my God. Um, should, the, what's the big famous Shakespeare oh, company uh, in England? Oh, The Globe? No, no, no. no it was uh, not The Globe. It was like- The Royal Shakespeare Company, the RIC. The RIC. The RIC did a residency in Ann Arbor. That's right. And I hooked up with this hot guy. <laughs> So a hot British guy? This yeah, is just... it was Aaron Tveit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in the RSC. Oh yet. my gosh. Um, no, I hooked up with this like hot guy that was in the production <gasps> of like, I think they did three shows in rep. It was Julius Caesar, um, uh, The Tempest, yeah. and uh, Antony and Cleopatra. And he was like some hot thing. He was so British and hot. And he like came to one of our parties and I think he was like, what is this 20 is year old this? girl doing with me? But um, we hooked up on the stage of... <gasps> you like, hooked up on the stage? At the Power Center. <gasps> Helena, if our professors are listening, we, they like, are completely gagged. Was it him or was it somebody else? Oh, my God. College was <laughs> This was college. College is the 2000s. <laughs> there were no consequences back then. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what was the idiom again? Steal your thunder? Steal your thunder. Steal okay. someone's thunder. So in Shakespearean times, okay. there was this guy this like english dude mm -hmm. and he was like stagecraft central he like uh -huh. knew how to do stuff for these productions which was like big time because it was you know the 14 or 1700s <laughs> Neither, nobody can no, say. no one knows <laughs> nobody knows <laughs> and he um he created like basically the effect that makes thunder <gasps> for like you know for the, for like you know production yeah, of yeah. like some production that he was doing but it was not Shakespeare and so he was like he did this production at this theater and he like created this thunder and everybody was like blown away by that but like the show didn't really do very well yeah 
And so, but then like the show that came in afterwards was Macbeth and mm. Shaky Shakes was like, I'm gonna use that thunder effect. No. And this guy comes out and he's like, oh my good, oh my goodness, oh no. <laughs> I've been done, thieved. He done stole my thunder. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Wow. So that's the origin. Of the story, steal my thunder. Can I ask you for like a pop culture reference? Like where where would someone have said steal your thunder? Um, oh my God, they stole my thunder. It's like, um, I'm, it's like, uh, Austin Butler, who is now actually Elvis, yeah, is trying to steal Brendan Fraser's thunder and win an award, but he failed last night. Yeah, he failed. Sorry. So the st- thunder was not stolen. The thunder has not been stolen. And that's what happens when you change your entire personality based on a job. <laughs> and your full voice. <laughs> your full voice, your full being. You're this guy now. And by the way, now that the Oscars have happened, Elvis is gone, bud. Do you think he'll start talking normally again? I don't know. I wonder if he does like another part and he like, he like basically so that none of us perceive that it's happening. He just yeah. like slowly It's a off. gradual phase. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to follow his Instagram stories and then I will have receipts. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Watch the slow demise. Okay. Are there any other additional facts that you can tell me about the phrase steal your thunder? Um, Any additional facts about steal my thunder? Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you could say no and we could just Um, jump. No. (laughs) (laughs) You get what you get and you don't Um, get upset. Yeah, that's all you get and good luck essay. Um, Okay, I'm going to rate that story pretty low on accuracy in terms of, I think we got the vibe, if not necessarily the historicity of it, but I cannot picture that origin having a better backstory. Like, that is a literal stealing thunder. And, like, you have to assume William Shakespeare was, like, a little thief. I'm going to go with, that's true. That sounds right. Yeah, it is right. (gasps) Amazing! Can I tell my lie just so you know yeah, what it yeah, was? Yeah, sure, I sure. thought that this was like truly a rabbit hole that I could not. I was like, I was like, I, I guess I have to start now. And I was like, it's the 1960s. Diana Ross is dating Barry Gordy. She's going out with him yeah. like on an L.A. night. It's a really bad weather. Like, who knew? He's making eyes at some other girl. And there's like a thunderclap, whatever. And <gasps> she's like, you're stealing my thunder. Like, uh, would, would download that single immediately. Would you think that that was true? Um, it's just not as detailed as the other story. Yeah, the... I think I think it was good for you to go with the true one, even though I ended up guessing it, which actually makes us tied. Is there a tiebreaker? Uh, don't worry. It looks like we have a tie, which means we will be going into sudden death. Oh, my God. Now for this round, our producer is going to read us an obscure and very strange law. And we each have a buzzer. And the first one to buzz in gets to guess if that sounds right. Okay, wait. But the buzzers are geared towards Helena, so um, they have been programmed with iconic Brooke Dubeck sayings. Do you <gasps> want to try yours? The evil. <laughs> <laughs> and on mine we have... In this climate? <laughs> <laughs> I love so, that it's not me saying that, though. No, it's it's me trying to do a Helena voice. <laughs> oh, it's The you? eagle. Wait, this is incredible. I love um, it. Okay, so our producer is going to read us this strange law. Snow leopard wrestling matches are prohibited in Alabama. The eagle. <laughs> that sounds right. 
Mm, that was <gasps> that sounds. I made that up. Okay, so you I have know to why? guess I thought one. That was right because nope. it's Alabama. <laughs> Would and what the fuck is going on over there? Nope, so I'm just going to read you a new one. Okay. It's back to whoever can get it first. Okay. In Indiana, bathing is prohibited during the winter. In this climate? <laughs> that weirdly works. I'm going to go with that sounds wrong. That was true. <gasps> that was true. Oh my gosh. How are we going to win this? Bathing is prohibited in the winter. Can't do it. Not in Indiana. Not in Indiana. I wonder if that's a water thing. Like it has I to mean, do with water consumption. But do you think that some of these laws are things that they like forgot are on the books? I, I would hope so. Like you hear about some of these and then you're just sort of like, surely they like, they're like, oh fuck that one. Uh, quick, can we vote on it? And some <laughs> people are like, that's hilarious. No, Leave that's, it I'm keeping it for chaos sake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can make like money suing people, or the the the, the yeah. state can make money for like their roads. Great, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ticket those winter bathers. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, we're going back to Alabama. You may not have an ice cream cone in your back pocket at any time. In this climate. <laughs> I'm going. That sounds wrong. That's so silly. Dang, that was true. Oh my god. I was gonna say true, and I should have jumped in so I could win. Oh my gosh. This, these are like written down laws. Absolutely. Oh, oh my country. god. In this climate? <laughs> god. Okay. All right. We're going to keep in Alabama here. You cannot chain your alligator to a fire hydrant. The eagle. Yeah, that sounds real true. It's true. You're a oh, Yeah. Finally. Okay, okay. So Elena finally won. Um. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is a big day. Um, well, Helena. <laughs> <laughs> it's like very sensitive on one area of it. Um, so Helena, we actually have a winner's prize for you. Oh my God. Um, cash, cold hard cash. You get to choose a card. Oh my God. Pick okay. any card. Well, I want the one that's shaped. Happy birthday, Grandma. You're more special and more loved than you know. And this is just a little birthday reminder of how much you mean today. And always. It's also not signed, so you can fully repurpose that. Thank you, son. You're welcome. I'm incredibly generous. Actually, it is two grandmas in my life's birthdays coming up. Come so on. Well, I saved this. you a card. And I'm going to give it to my mother-in-law because my mother would get this and be like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Helena, for doing this. Um, that is all for our show today. Please remember to subscribe. If you liked us. We would love for you to write us a review. These really help. Big thanks to my guest, Helena York. But only you... if they're good reviews. Only if they're good reviews. Yeah, yeah. write a good review. If you write a wrong one, we're going to be like, that sounds I love that wrong. if you write a wrong one, <laughs> there's like a right or wrong review. There and a is wrong only... review is a bad review, so don't leave one <laughs> Don't leave that. You can leave we'll that on someone you. else. Um, you can find our guest, Helena York, on her socials at Helena York. Spelled H-E-L-E-N-E-Y-O-R-K-E. Yes, there's a lot of E's. Yes, that's yes. not how it's technically pronounced, but it is. It is. There's an X in Agu, but not on Instagram. And um, also because I added it. It's fake. It's not real. That's, <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> and join us next week for another episode of That Sounds Right. What celeb we have then? 